Jerome Brunin G, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cult of Geshcast, the only show where your devotion earns you a promotion. I'm Gavin. I'm Philip. And we're back to discuss another one of history's cults. Huh? Going to see what positives we can take from those stories, what lessons we can learn, and what we are going to integrate into our own cult. It's been, what, a month since we started? It's and the, the ranks are starting to swell, or at least... The we're potential for one person to join. Yeah, that's it. We only need one right now. We're looking for we've got potential initiates, potential members. Yes, right now they're queuing uh, up at the door. Potential member, potential initiates, PIs, PIs. A lot of PIs out there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the last episode uh, we looked at Heaven's Gate cult. We did. They were an interesting bunch, weren't they? They were an interesting bunch. Let me tell you, they loved science fiction, mm-hmm. which is going to lend it well into today's episode. That's true. That's true. They uh, loved. Uh, IT, they, you know they did, they did, they did. They loved information technology. They loved to human uh, suicide. I keep meaning to say they loved. They, I keep meaning to say they loved to fuck, but they didn't. They didn't. They hated it. They, they hated to their balls. <sighs> Clean but off. they did have good items of clothing. That's true. We're very happy with our clobber, um, which we'll discuss later on because we got a competition. Yes, we uh, did. For our PIs out there, they can. Uh, it was to design footwear. For us to wear. For us to wear, for a couple of guest cast. Corner hubs. We got a decent amount of entries. Love it. More Can't than we? I thought we would. If we printed them up and put them on the wall. They're, gonna, they're on the fridge upstairs. If you Excellent. Have a look. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We'll live stream us looking at those later. <laughs> <laughs> so, this episode, Phil, mm-hmm. it's going to be, as, as you know, this isn't news to you. No. Scientology. That's right. One of the big eggs <laughs> of cults. <laughs> if you're in the cult, the cult industry, there's, there's a lot of acronyms, there's a lot of code words. And cults are called eggs, eggs in the cult world. <laughs> Extra good groups. Extra good groups, exactly. And they rise. the cream rises to the top. Mm-hmm. And like at an that egg. top is Scientology. At that very top is Scientology. It's new. It's <laughs> mysterious. Yep. It's cookie, to say the least. Oh, my God. And like, we're going to delve. Aye, into that muddy water. That's it. Well, it may be muddy water for some people because Scientology is considered to be a religion, mm-hmm. not a cult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And indeed, my own mind, I was thinking the only real difference between Scientology and believing in something like Christianity is thousands of years of doctrine. Yes. You know, like, I think in 5,000 years' time, we'll see. Who knows? Who knows? Exactly. It's not the newest religion either. There are newer ones. Exactly. It just happens to be quite fresh and quite famous. So it's in the public eye. And quite dodgy as fuck. In a lot of ways. Aye. But it's easy to laugh at Scientology and their beliefs. There's no doubt in my mind, though, it's a cult. That's why we're doing it. Yep. But I was wondering, would we still be so willing to throw uh, the word cult around if it was another religion? If it no. was Islam, if it was Christianity? No. We wouldn't be. And But by cults, by definition, are groups brought together by fanatical beliefs in something, something that takes over people's lives, something that forces people in extreme cases to do stuff that is bad. Yes. In the name of those beliefs. And I don't think there's a religion out there that doesn't tick at least some of those boxes. Yeah. Let's be honest. So it might seem a little two-faced. Uh-huh. But like Battlefield Earth, it's quite funny, isn't it? So <laughs> this fair game, so fuck them. They've got a lot of good gear on the go. Do you know what it is? Again, it's kind of like Heaven's Gate. They're a little bit forward-thinking when it comes to their social media outreach. Exactly. And that scares They're just people. on point. It scares people. Yeah. And we're going to be the same. The Pope may tweet, mm-hmm. but will he send the squirrel squad round to your house to bar you? <laughs> no. The Pope may tweet, but does he smoke dope? <laughs> we'll never know. We'll find out in this next episode. <laughs> let's get right into it. Let's waste no time here. It's time to learn about Scientology. I'm so excited, man. It's been... Now, Gavin, the people at home may not understand, mm-hmm. but we've got the laptop plugged not plugged in here. We're kind of going free. We're off the grid. Much like many cults, <laughs> we're heading away off the grid with no electricity. Um, so let's power through this. <laughs> exactly. What we do is we don't we, we charge, then we're at large. That's how we do it. That's the one. If you're an egg like us. <laughs> Welcome to the egg. Um, <laughs> let's crack open this one. <laughs> Everyone knows, Kevin, you can't make a podcast without breaking some eggs. That's a nerf. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, fuck up. <laughs> Scientology. Mm-hmm. It's time to learn. Yep. Put on your thinking cap. Strap on your seatbelt and get ready to learn about Scientology and its many things. Scientology describes itself as, in inverted commas, a religion that offers a precise path 
leading to a complete and certain understanding of one's true spiritual nature and one's relationship to self, family, groups, mankind, all life forms, the material universe, the spiritual universe, and of course, the supreme being. Oh, aye, aye. The name Scientology literally translates as knowing how to know. A contraction of Latin, sio, meaning knowing, in the fullest sense of the word, and the Greek logos, meaning study of. It's not often that a word like this can be pulled into existence, Mm -hmm. formed of a bastard union of two ancient languages. However, it is within the fact that both these are really old languages and that these languages are normally associated with traditional religious stuff means that probably it is not only correct and fine, but also important and godly. Aye, and quite smart sounding. Sensible. The Church of Scientology was originally founded by science fiction novelist and human man Lafayette Ron Hubbard, known to his friend as L. This man wrote a book named Dianetics in the year 1950. Following the release of this book, four fans whose publicly facing details are limited only to an attorney, a publisher, a doctor and an engineer formed the Hubbard Dianetics Research Foundation. That's a quartet. Now again, any dullard Mm. could sit back in their high-backed chair and mock this establishment, as on the surface level, it could appear to some as a pseudo-scientific endeavour that was created based on, for all intents and purposes, the bizarre ramblings of the contents of a science fiction novel. Mm -hmm. I get that, Gavin. However, look back at those professions, Mm -hmm. all very well-educated job roles. That's true, that's true. So, (laughs) ah? So there you are. (laughs) It must have been on to something. Am I right? I don't imagine that you give those levels of certificates, those, what would you say, your degrees? Your degrees. Things like that. Honorary degrees. You don't just give degrees to, to, to fucking idiots. <laughs> Doctors. Doctors. Engineers. Pilots. Can't, can't mind captains. <laughs> can't mind another two. And ensigns. And of course ensigns. <laughs> um, the first official Church of Scientology was established in February 1954 and quickly sprouted more than a dozen new churches over the next decade. Scientology claims to have roots in the beliefs of all great religions. <laughs> We've got the, all the best stuff. <laughs> all the good bits. And thus encompasses a religious heritage as old and varied as man himself. So, therefore, again, you could, if you squinted and didn't really think about it too much, and also forgot about things like time, logic, human understanding, it could be considered more than 50,000 years old. And I'm willing to do all that. <laughs> God knows. The Church of Scientology, as we know it now, is run from a 500-acre compound just outside of Los Angeles, known as the Gold Base. So badass. Let's write that down. We've got good badass names, names of stuff. <laughs> good names for stuff. Uh, this desert site was originally bought in 1978, and since then at least £30 million, pounds, not dollars, as mm-hmm. my research showed up, pounds, sterling, have been uh, spent redeveloping the site. There is also a UK base. Yep. Uh, the former home of L. Ron Hubbard himself, St. Hill Manor. And the current owner of that is Mr. Top Gun himself, Tam Cruise. The cruiser? Pew! Mr. <laughs> Mission Impossible. Down, 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 down. Put your hands up! Did you, did you by any chance, before you go on, see Ooh. the amazing video with Tom Cruise doing his doing an interview about Scientology? It goes on for like 40 minutes. Mm-mm. He's got a black turtleneck on. Mm. And... The entire time he's talking, it's just that dun 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 over and over again. That Wes Borland baseline, man. <laughs> Fat bass. <laughs> it's really good, though. Definitely check it out. Um, the basis of Scientology's beliefs are that man is basically good mm-hmm. and that his spiritual salvation depends upon himself, his fellows, and his attainment of the brotherhood with the universe. That's down to you. They love slamming something in the last thing. Yeah, they're like, is if you're going to make a sandwich, you need uh, bread, you need a filling, and you also need the light of God shining upon your face at all times. <laughs> you some dark it's easy matter. To make a sandwich. Aye, come on. <laughs> How hard is it to make a sandwich? <laughs> uh, the fundamental principles of Scientology are a threefold. Okay. Again, three things. Yep. Two easy, one amazing. Trinity. Man. Is an immortal spiritual being. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Two, Dos. His experience extends well beyond a single lifetime. Mm-hmm. 
and see. (laughs) (laughs) His capabilities are unlimited, even if not presently realised. I think we can all agree. Those are some pretty fucking positive fundamentals. (laughs) On, On paper. Aim high. On paper, it looks great. Scientology has faced some criticism over the years. Like what? For some of its more off-the-wall approaches <laughs> to society, lifestyles, and just general, everyday good behaviour. Um, some of the odder things that I picked up on. Mm-hmm. The first one's not that odd, <laughs> granted, <laughs> but it still seemed a bit weird. Scientologists only celebrate three holidays yes, yes. throughout the year. One, uh, Lafayette Ron Hubbard's birthday. Which is fair. Uh, the anniversary of the first publication of his first book, Dianetics, and Auditor's Day. Ah, oh, it's nice for it's like, is that like kind of like Secretary's Day or Personal uh, Assistance Day? Yes, that's nice. <laughs> Give something back. I think so. It's nice that they get something other than a ritualistic beating for that one day. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that kickstarts it. <laughs> maybe they get more. I didn't need that much into it. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we? In hell. Um... <laughs> They believe that they can rise above all injury, trauma, or discomfort by simply putting the spirit in communication with the body. It's fair. They can avoid all pain and suffering, not with drugs or science or doctors, but instead with sauna, Mm -hmm. exercise, vitamins, and the drinking of oils. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's good, though, because I remember another Tom Cruise, the cruiser Uh thing, Maverick, is that right? Yeah. He was on, uh, was it? Cocktails? Matt, Matt Lauer show. Or some fucking Today Show style thing. Mm. Um, and it was just like, what was it? I can't remember the, the celebrity, but it was just like, yeah, she was on antidepressants and now she's fine. It's like, that's horse shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's some bullcrap right there. That's some bullcrap right there, Matt Lauer. And he got fucking raging about mm. it because he's just like, look, you don't know the history of psychology. I know the history of psychology, all right? They shouldn't be taking antidepressants. And he's just like, but she seems fine. No! <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, Tom Cruise. He believes it. He's a maniac. You can't afford not to believe it, I think, is the key. Once you're in, you're in. Mm-hmm. And oh. you've got to just plug into it and just go with it. Otherwise, it's just a massive waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess I would. And also, when you've maybe plowed in that much money into it, which we'll get into, mm. uh, turning back at the end, you know, halfway through. It's like, I've come this far, I may as well. Oh, I've got to just go for it. Aye. It's like, uh, yeah, it's just, you've, you've told too many lies, you've just got to run with the lie. <laughs> I guess so. Hope you get through to the other side of it. Allegedly, by the way, we're saying. Just Allegedly. That's how we're covering our asses. Yeah, they're very litigious, aren't they? They are. I don't want the squirrel squad turning up at my door, no matter how adorable <laughs> they sound. <laughs> I'm nearly done with my early facts, all right? Okay. Let's keep going. Uh, they believe that life is uh, compartmentalized into eight dynamics, with the first dynamic being the urge towards life mm. as experienced by babies, uh-huh. and the eighth being the urge towards infinity as experienced by Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're seriously, man. <laughs> they refer to their spiritual being as Thetan, mm-hmm. which means the source of all life. It's still laughing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in 1986, the frontman of Scientology to that date, L. Ron Hubbard, died. Oh. And in his place, he left his former assistant, David Miscavige, mm-hmm. uh, in charge. David had previously looked after the organization's more legal issues yep. mm-hmm, in the past, mm-hmm. already had a firm grip on the financial affairs and influence within the group long before he officially took over. He was often described as the Scientology equivalent of the Pope. Oh, man. Imagine getting that moniker thrown on you. <laughs> Scientology of the Pope. Uh, one day I want to be the cult of Geshkast equivalent of the Pope. <laughs> Can you have Popes? <laughs> we have to, man. We've got, we're two kings. I guess that's true. We'll be two Popes, twa Popes. I feel like, you know, we shouldn't be prescribed to other people's rule sets in this. Mm-hmm. And much like Scientology, take the best stuff. That's what we're doing, essentially. Make it our own. Make it our own. Anything stand out to you through that first... <laughs> I mean, the early days is sounds like good so far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've learned that they have, like, they're good at naming stuff. They're really good at naming stuff. They're really good, uh, as we'll get into, getting money off people. They're really good at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yes, they're they good at are. expansion, which I really uh-huh. think, you know, like in a year bringing up like twelve, thirteen new churches. That's impressive. But that's impressive. Yeah, right if there. we get twelve members of our cult in a year. That's just members of a cult. <laughs> that's not even enough to fill this room. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
fuck, we've got a really we've got an up, uphill battle. But you know what? We don't want quantity right now. What we're looking for is quality. Quality. In our PIs. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, I'm exhausted after all that. I was months of hard research. <laughs> we really did put the nose to grindstone. Um, I think we've learned a lot already. Mm-hmm. But You're welcome. Within our cult, we think it's as important for relaxation time mm-hmm. as it is for work time. That's our true. two times that we use. Work-life balance. That's very important one. here at Cult of Geshcast. HR department's already on the blower <laughs> saying, look, it's time for some fun. They've been checking the tackle graph. <laughs> we've done too much work. Tickle me, baby. Time for a game. Time for some fun. Okay. <laughs> Tickle, Tickle me, baby. baby. That's a good cult. Yeah. That's a, that could be a thing, I think. Tickle me, baby. It's, mar- it's time for fun. <laughs> it's marketable. <laughs> that in the front. It's fun on the back. <laughs> Tickle me, baby. It's fun. <laughs> How about this, right? Lift up your... It's black t-shirt. <laughs> and lift up the oxters in the, in, in the underarms. In the sweat pits. Little, uh, like, fingers. Yes. <laughs> you know? Like, like guides. Like, 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 what if they were like, uh, cut the, their fingers? The, yeah, the fingers of marigold gloves cut off. <laughs> and then the the <laughs> user could put their fingers into those. This is great. Sheaths. This is great. Yeah. Tickle me, baby. Turn around. It's, it's fun. fun. Turn back round. Automatic. Automatic. In. Finger sheaths. <laughs> this is marketable. Get this in. Copyright. If you, copyright CCC. <laughs> okay. First game, the abbreviation station. Okay, now Phil. Get in the train. <laughs> Chill aboard. Phil, do you know your your pre-clears from a dirty airs? <laughs> that doesn't work. It's good, it's good. It's good on paper. Do you know your pre-clears from a dirty airs? <laughs> let's, let's find out. I don't know I'm going to give you some acronyms from Scientology lore, and you've got to tell me what you think it is. Okay. For example, yep. KSW means keep Scientology working. Okay? Yep. So I'm just going to give you the acronym. You tell me what you think it is. Okay. I'll give you some choices, though. Okay, so first up, OT. OT. Overtime, innit? Yes, overtime. That's Oscar Tango. Um, does it mean other terrestrials? Right. Operating Thetan. Or obfuscated terminology. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm going to go with uh, the Thetan. It is. It's operating Thetan. Yes. This is someone who, according to Scientology, has attained a high spiritual level. Oh. There's eight OT levels. One begins uh, their OT levels after the state of going clear, which we'll talk about later. Love it. And an OT is once you've got to like the ta- the top level, you're supposed to be able to control uh, matter, yeah, energy, space, and time. <laughs> Again? Okay. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's a butcher, your baker, and your rocket ship maker. Yeah, yeah. That's it. M E S T. Matter, energy, space, and time. Fucking brilliant. Perfect. Uh, next one V G I. Mm-hmm. Does it stand for Very Good Indicator? Mm-hmm. Volumetric Gravity Incubator? Ooh. Or Vaginal Gunge Inhibitor? <laughs> We go with option one. The very good indicator. Yeah. It is a very good indicator. <laughs> when they see a Thetan level move on their auditing machine, yeah. it's a very good indicator that there's something wrong. There you go. Next one. I'm not going to give you any options for this one. Okay. M E S T. Matter, energy, space, and time. Yeah. Yeah. Someone was paying attention. The thing is, you've got to prove that you're listening and learning. Absolutely. You yeah. know, that's important. It's masters of the universe. <laughs> S P Sierra Papa. Uh-huh. Does it stand for sexy plant? Mm. Supplicated prescription. Ooh. Or suppressive person. Ooh, suppressive person I like. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna go with that yeah. one? Yeah. As suppressive person, I think I might be a scientist. You might be clear. <laughs> I can reaching clarity. <laughs> it's almost as if we've done research on this and we kinda know it. <laughs> Wait till you get to my game. Yeah. <laughs> Suppressive person. He's an, he's an evil person. Someone yeah. found to be an SP by the church. Uh, they are declared, which means they can't have any contact with Scientology whatsoever at that point. Right. So if you're found an SP, chucked out. That's you. You're if done. You're cut off. And if you've got family, if you've got friends in there, you never speak to them again. They are cut off. Uh-huh. Which is kind of badass. Yeah, I mean, it's... Very uh, intense, I imagine, at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Imagine just being like, 
<laughs> guys, all my stuff's here. I'm like, no, well, tough shit. Go out, climb that fence, so spikes. <laughs> Rip your ass. Last one. Uh huh. One one. One one. For example, Philip Madison is one one. How fucking dare you? <laughs> Legit. That's all I'm going to give you. Would- Legit, how dare you? Because <laughs> I do know what that is. <laughs> So you're calling me one thing or you're calling me an artist? It's just an example. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Don't need to get hot about it. Oh, I am getting hot. Fuck, I've messed this up, guys. PI's out there. I've messed things up. So 1-1. One, one. Yep. What is it? It's bad. Yeah. It's the lowest level in the tone scale. <laughs> it, is, it just means that someone is covertly hostile. Uh-huh. They'll smile to your face, but they'll stab you in the back. Uh-huh. So Now, did you read what... Uh, other group of people are deemed one one. No, no. Because you, I only know this one. It is the dog. It's like the lowest of the low yeah. in the eyes of the Scientology Church. Like you can't get. You're actively working against the church, or you're gay. Yeah, <laughs> or you're gay. That was a real issue with me. Was um, <laughs> I read a story about a lassie who was um, going through a real hard time. Like when you're, if you're in Scientology and you're not generating lots of money for them or you're not a high profile celebrity yeah you're treated like fucking dog shit mm-hmm. and this lassie was just like out doing hard labor um doing like really menial stuff and i think she had to, like heat stroke or something and some lassie kissed her because of that mm-hmm. she was sent to like even worse accommodation <laughs> it is the, sitting the spike it was the, the actual well worst. that's not getting in our cult we won't be doing that no lassies no. can kiss lassies if they want in our cult Everyone can kiss everybody. Everybody can kiss everybody. As long everybody. as everyone's of a consenting age and into it. Aye, as long as you're into it. Hey, tickle me. Tickle me. It's fun. It's fun. Um, so that's... <laughs> you know what I think thing was this quiz is? It was fun. Obviously it was fun. Yeah. But it tickled us. But we learned something too. Always learning. Always learning. <laughs> cool. That's a good place to break, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was some laugh. Why not? Man, let me sit down first. No, hell. no, no, no. It's live and in the studio. Um, Kevin, could you tell me a little bit more about... About what? <laughs> about Scientology. Sure, sure. Well, I'm worried I was horribly off mic throughout my whole one because I was like this. My mic's over here. I'll be, I'll be extra on mic, okay? I'll just That's be right better. Right, so last time when, when we left Scientology, yeah. it had just been taken over by David Miscavige. Yeah. So David Miscavige, right? This bad bastard, right? There's another way to put it. <laughs> He's an interesting fellow. Yeah. He was named chairman of the board of the Religious Technology Centre mm-hmm. in 1987, mm-hmm. which is the big kahuna. It's as high as you can get in Scientology, other than, of course, Lord Zeno himself. <laughs> um, he was Hubbard's assistant as a teenager. He went through um, in the group called the Commodore's Messengers. Again, I, like, I know. I want, to, I want to just out and out hate them. But the names... The names, exactly. It's just such a badass group mm. on paper. It's incredible. Um, he was also part of the Sea Org. Again. Again. They were like, the the Sea Org are essentially Scientology's inner, kind of inner circle, the most highly dedicated people Yeah, in the Sea, or in the sea Org. And they're all in fucking naval outfits. Yeah. And, and ritualistically beating each other up. <laughs> <laughs> they live on a boat. They live on a goddamn boat. Um, all this stuff. So yeah, and they also sign a billion year contract when they join the Sea Org. Yes. How good is that? A billion years. <laughs> That's it. You're down for a billion years, and also no wins. And also no wins, <laughs> which is good for me. Well, yeah. All but, you have to do is live for a billion years. Did you see as well that Sea Org's uh, insignia mm. is basically the same as Starfleet's? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I doubt that's a, a mistake. No, or a coincidence. <laughs> but the idea that like. Because Scientology, uh, the idea of it is you are immortal through reincarnation as well. Yeah. So when we'll get into the Thetan thing in a second, but the idea that when you die, you'll be reincarnated, and that the person you will become, yeah, they're in the fucking Sea Org as well, whether you know it or like it or not, (laughs) you're there for the next billion years. Yeah. Like I get sick of, I'm I'm sick of my phone contract. (laughs) That's two years. One bill. (laughs) Ah, but is your phone contract on a boat? true <laughs> live on a damn boat um so yeah david miscavige uh apparently he was quite a frail child right? right okay had a bit of asthma had some other issues um so his dad took him for a dianetics session instead of the doctor mm-hmm. back in 1971 and he was apparently cured of all his ills 
Yeah. Oh, yep. So write that down. Write that down. <laughs> no need for Ventolin. <laughs> Dianetics works. <laughs> write that down. Um, so he is the quintessential prodigy when it comes to Scientology. He became the youngest auditor in the history of the organization. Uh, like the age of 12. Wow. So you've got grown people coming in and being like, here's my life story. Yeah, audit me, baby. Oh, tickle me. <laughs> audit me, baby. It's fun. <laughs> Already bastardizing our calling. Um, so auditing. Auditing is the method in Scientology of detecting and removing thetans from your body. Okay. Uh, a system where you essentially you're hooked up to a machine, you hold some tin cans, mm-hmm. uh, and it measures your answers as you're asked questions by an auditor. Okay. So the whole thing goes right, and it's how take this with a pinch of salt. But see the overlord Xenu, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> right. Overlord Xenu, millions of years ago, um, he was part. He was the leader of the coalition, the planets, and people were going to overthrow him. There was a population oh, boom. No. He couldn't hack it. Right. People were coming to him. You know what? What are you going to do about the bins, Lord Xenu? <laughs> Lord Xenu's laughing. Enough of this. I'm gathering everybody up. Uh-huh. I'm taking you to a prison planet. Right? Uh-huh. Sounds, sounds horrible, right? It does. It sounds grim. That prison planet, Phil, uh-huh. is the Earth we live on now. This one. This, this Gaia. One, this Oith, Gaia. So, what he did was he took all the people, sat them all around volcanoes, mm-hmm. blew them up with hydrogen bombs. Okay. All right? Right? Fuck right. them. <laughs> uh-huh. You're not going to be messing about with Xeno anymore. No. So, what happened then? Were these is, evil people or just innocents? General people. Just people. People like you or I. Uh-huh. But space... Space, space folk, guys. So what happened is the souls then went to what you could basically call an intergalactic cinema. Okay. Where they were bombarded with images, evil images, <sighs> such as crucifixions. That's where that comes from. Right. Uh, people getting beat up. <laughs> folk pissing. <laughs> bad stuff. <laughs> stuff. Stuff that is um, basically essentially bad. That infused into their souls. Uh-huh. Now, when people are born on Earth, these That's evil souls there. attach themselves. So, right now, Phil, I hate to say this, but you've got thousands of evil souls in your body known as Thetans. Right. Okay. So different people have different levels, different Thetan levels. So, you could be riddled or you could just have a couple. Okay. Um, and going to an auditing session will determine what you've got. And through auditing, you will then get rid of them all, and that's when you go clear. And going clear means that you're then, you know, more in tune with yourself, humanity, Mm -hmm. your body, everything around you, uh, and you're able to then progress through Scientology as long as you've got the fucking money. A, the money. The money. The will. Yeah. The interest. All these things. Um, So, yeah, so Miscavige became an auditor really, really young, and his influence and power both grew until he finally got his cyborg, or, if you like, (laughs) clammy reptilian hand Mm -hmm. on the crown yeah, yeah, he made it. He made it. Um, he's the one that got the tax exemption for the IRS. Oh, okay. IRS didn't yeah. want to give them a tax exemption because they didn't recognize them as a religion. Uh-huh. So what he did is he got uh, a big this, this big promotion to get everybody in Scientology to file lawsuits against the IRS for trivial shit, uh-huh. totally clog up their, their system. And he also got private investigators to investigate Scientology, to investigate IRS members. Uh-huh. And say, like, we've got all this dirt on you, but we could stop all this if you just give us a tax exemption. And they bent the knee. And the IRS was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. That's cool. Um, obviously, everybody denies this. Yeah. But that's what everyone seems to say. Um, so they just thought, well, we'll play the game. And after that, fine. From Wikipedia, this was saying that um, to announce the settlement with the IRS. Miscavige gathered a, uh, a reported 10,000 members mm-hmm. of Scientology in Los Angeles. He delivered a two-and-a-half-hour address and proclaimed, the war is over. The crowd gave an ovation, lasting 10 minutes. <laughs> 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 Fucking I like badass. 10-minute ovation. ovations. Ovations. Ovations generally, but long. Long ovations. Imagine a tech... Like, that's yeah, a long you time. imagine you're doing a presentation for 10 minutes. Aye. <laughs> it's not short. Just to see if we were just silent for 10 minutes. That's... Imagine people apl- standing and applauding mm-hmm. you for 10 minutes. And being on stage just soaking it in. Slowly taking off your rope. <laughs> just soaking with the lights. <laughs> um, so he assumed the leadership position and there's been a number number of allegations against Miscavige. These include claims of forced separation from family members, uh-huh. which we've talk- talked about. 
coercive fundraising practices, dodgy stuff there, harassment of journalists, mm-hmm. which we've seen in films uh, that have dealt with Scientology, mm-hmm. uh, humiliation of church staff members, including physical assaults, cool. a lot of which he has been okay. involved in reportedly. Uh, it's clear, and again, you don't want to be too harsh because it's litigious, but he's a fucking lunatic, a genuine madman drunk on power. Who maybe killed his wife? As well, who maybe the thing is about his wife, right? The wife one's a weird one because she disappeared in two thousand seven, uh-huh. and nobody saw her. What's the name of the actress? She's in King of Queens, um, <laughs> Leah Ramini, uh-huh. and she was like, I've not even seen her. She's my pal, and right. in two thousand thirteen was like, I've put in a missing persons report. She's just gone. She's just gone out of my life, <laughs> and so. But then there was some like reports about two years ago that people saw her in a town somewhere, but no pictures, right? And then I think in 2016, there was one family picture which leaked. It was um, David Miscavige's dad, Ron, came out and was like, here's a picture. And that was and it was her like a family photo when she was in it. Mm-hmm. So she does appear to be alive. Just hidden well away. Yeah, but there's zero reason given of where she is, what she's doing, why she's not in the public eye anymore. Considering he's so public. Yeah. It's very strange. Maybe she's just not into it. Maybe. Or maybe she's been held captive by a really weird organisation. Maybe. Eh? Maybe she's just like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner. Just private. Just like their privacy. Um, well, let's not... Let's just say that we're not going to take his stuff. No. Let's say we'll leave Miscavige out of it. Leave Over Miscavige there. in the garage. Almost works. Kind of. He's held on to this organisation for 30 years. And he looks to reign for another billion or so. I mean, that's the thing about it. Like, how... Do you th- I don't know if you have this, but how do they find you again? Post rebirth, you'll just know. I think that the thing will be. It's not like they'll find the individual you. I think you will know if you're been in this, if you're in the Sea Org. Yeah. The idea is that Scientology will become so prevalent in the norm mm-hmm. that as you as time goes by, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, it will. It's probably low averages. You just pop back in it eventually. Just pop back in what I'm worried about mm-hmm. is Ron, mm-hmm. Miguel, Lafayette yep. could have been born again by now. It's true. He needs to take his rightful place back at the top. But you don't know what his deal could be. He could have been floating around space with Zeno for all we know. He could be covered in thetans. He could be covered in fucking thetans. It could just be that because he's been given a challenge, mm. you know, so he's riddled with thetans. He's trying Mind to get them. trying to go clear, but can he do it? Um, so the Church of Scientology uh, is, you know, we we don't really get to know the full story because they're very secretive. Yeah. So the stuff we do here is all really bad. Yeah. And it would be different if, I mean, I know that other religions are a wee bit, you know, like Catholic Church and stuff, it's quite closed doors, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of information on what goes on. Um, so you take the rough with the smooth. So you just don't know, like, you just hear all the horrible shit about Scientology and you never hear any good stuff about them. Yeah. Because they're so secretive. So they're kind of hurting themselves in a way. They just come out and go, no, we didn't do that. And then they go back inside and you're like... Shut the doors again. Aye. You know, you never hear about the good stuff. Gub some oils. And gub some oils and feel great. Um, But it's worth... uh, The whole thing is, like, apparently worth 1.5 billion right now. Hey. Yeah. That's good. I like that. That's good. Well, funds come directly from members who are keen to get to the next level. Now, this is singing songs for me. <laughs> you do know, know what I mean? When I was typing it, I was like, it would be nice. Ah, interesting. <laughs> and again, like Scientology, if you're really into it, you get something out of it. That's true. You get out what you put in. The cruiser's not suffering, is he? Look at the look at the cruiser. Look at uh, John Travolta. Am I saying that right? That's right. He has a dog that looks like him now. <laughs> is that he got that dog surgically <laughs> altered to look like him? I mean, come on. Check our Twitter feed at Geshcast to see that dog. <laughs> Travolta, he's been weird because he's been in it since like seventy five, right? And he was their real like catch because mm-hmm. he was an up and comer in seventy five. Yeah, he was like young handsome guy. He was going to be a good spokesperson. Uh-huh. Uh, he was going to be the one. He's going to be a huge star. So let's let's get him in. Let's get him in there. He's going to be he's going to be so good for us. And obviously they went more with Tom Cruise in the end because he fucking would because <laughs> it's Tom Cruise because it's Tom goddamn Cruise, the biggest movie star in the world. Mm-hmm. Got a Hollywood blockbuster out this month. Right now. Right now, as we speak. Where's Travolta? Where's Travolta? Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you seen Battlefield Earth? I've never watched Battlefield Earth. No. I've, I've seen it uh-huh. once, and I did really like it. Uh-huh. It's, it's not known as the one of the worst films ever for nothing. 
Right. It's almost impressive. It's very impressive, actually, mm-hmm. how bad it is. Uh, I was trying to listen to the the soundtrack <laughs> today at work because apparently <laughs> there's there's the soundtrack to Battlefield Earth, which is called Space Jazz. <laughs> And then there was a second CD that mm. was brought out by Elrond Hubbard himself. Yeah. And there's songs on that where he sings with uh, Travolta and Frank Stallone. Shit, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I was a little bit gutted that Frank Stallone <laughs> may oh, be involved in Scientology. No. Well, that's it. You see certain ones and you're like, oh, come on, man. Come on, don't do that. That's daft. Ah. Uh, you know what? A fool on their money are soon parted. That's true. And enough. that's something that we're going to take going forward. <laughs> Let's look into that. Um, but yeah, like things like Miscavige's own dad left the church. And yeah. There's a cracking interview he did with Joe Rogan. Uh, it's on YouTube and you can see it's just maybe it's like quarter an hour long out of like a two hour interview where he talks about how he wanted to escape because he was treated so poorly mm-hmm. and they had no freedom living in a shitty like flat somewhere in this compound. They weren't allowed to do anything. They were punished for tiny indiscretions, all this. And uh, they had to essentially do a, a prison break to get out him and his wife right and he was saying like the only reason i got out is because of the level of trust they had in me being the dad of the yeah the big boss allowed me some glimpse of a I, um if it was anyone else they would not be allowed to leave yikes there's a lot of that i've read a lot about people being like you know what this is horse shit i'm going and just being mobbed nope no you're they, not. they mob you knock fuck out of you and then say get back to work. <laughs> That's how it seems to work. It's so grim. Again, though, none of that. None of that. Let's no not focus that. on that. We're not interested in that. I'm not interested in that. It, it pains me to hear it. We mm. want to be a, a pure cult. Yes. Yeah, I want to be able to for people to be proud. Pride. Pride, not... Oh, I know what snide. I mean. Pride, not snide. Hey, <laughs> tickle me. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good start to our... Uh, for our PIs, we'd walk in and they'd all be standing in <laughs> at attention. Tickle me. Tickle me. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> they all rush us and tickle our armpits. <laughs> ah! We're so sweaty and stinky. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's where Scientology is now. We've arrived. We've arrived in present day. <laughs> <laughs> We're here, man. Speaking of uh, cash. Yeah. Cash money. Mm-hmm. I wanted to just highlight. Can you can you loan me? <laughs> I just wanted to highlight how little I have. But no, I wanted to talk about Larry Anderson, L.A. L.A. Best known to non-Scientologists as the guy who was in the Night Rider pilot before Hasselhoff was. Oh, right, I gotcha. Or uh, Tarlac officer in Star Trek Insurrection. And <laughs> uh, this is a story that was on the infamous Gawker dot com, Hulk mm-hmm. Hogan's best pals. Um, and it kind of talked about how he managed over uh, 33 years within Scientology to spend uh, $150,000 <laughs> just purely on it. Uh-huh. And he was by no means like a kind of just entry-level guy. He was quite deep in. Right, he was yeah. in the scene. He was um, joined records. in 1976 and was in one of their conversion uh, kind of main videos that right. they cr- created. Um, so he was also on the cover of Celebrity Magazine Crud. as an infamous Scientology man. However, this is how he broke down his $150,000 spend uh-huh. over his 33 years. So um, in 1976, first visited the Celebrity Center in Hollywood and signed up for a communication course, which is your gateway drug mm. in the Scientology. Bam. $30 spent there, right? <laughs> Ching, we need that noise underneath it. Is this going to take a while? <laughs> no, it ramps up fairly Later quickly. Later on, he got lunch. Seven ninety five. It was Tuesday, so he got it on his O2 priorities. Um, no, what happened next is your auditing. Uh-huh. And of course, your coursework. Yep. Now, that includes like getting all your gear together, pencil case, pens. Protractor. Uh, getting a bit of wallpaper on your jaw <laughs> so it doesn't get damaged in your bag. Um, but through the process of auditing, um, he spent a hundred thousand. <laughs> Jeez! But did, but did he end up going clear? Did he get rid of his thetans? Not entirely, unfortunately. Fucking hell! Mate. I know. How many well, you, got? you just you spend, spend, spend. Um, so further training as well. Once you get to a certain level, like you say, he was aiming to get up to OT six and seven. Mm-hmm. Beyond this point. 
So they then had to go to the headquarters in Clearwater, Florida, and go through the Church of Scientology Flag Service Organization. Yep. And that was an R36 grand right there. And then, of course, when you want to get up to OT8, mm. you've got to get on the boat. Yeah, you've got to be in the Sea Org. <laughs> you, can only, um, you can only receive that level by being on the cruise ship Free Winds. Badass. <laughs> and just to get on that, that's an R12,000. They, they know how to get you by the balls, don't they? And then, of course, if you want to get your 18-volume set of Elron Hubbard's personal teaching, that's an R3 grand. For 18 bucks? For 18 bucks, but books will tell you everything about life in that. I started collecting the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure books, right? And they're yeah. dear. Yeah. That's a dear do. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the good thing, though, right? So he leaves the church at the end of it, and he's like, give me back my fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just give me back all of my fucking money. Because... Um, when you go through the auditing process, it's kind of like uh, you kind of charge up your account before you start it. Right, okay. So this guy had just gone in and been like, wait, 100 grand in my account. That means whenever you dip back into it, I need to go through auditing again. I'll yeah. come back. You don't have to pay the time. Okay, yeah. Prepaid or whatever. So he put all that in, hadn't gone through 100,000 worth of auditing. Right. So then it's like, right. Where's my, where's my fucking money? Um, so the church's response... This is from a, a recorded conversation that you got back from the church. I'm gonna act it out for you. Okay. What kind of an accent do you want? To- <laughs> um, like do the one you used to do in the games one way love letter. Used to do like a sort of a saucy English accent. Yeah. Yeah. Really you- deep in. Look, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> Here's the thing, Larry. You want your money back. We're willing to give you your money back to a degree. That's quite sexy But we don't have to give you the money back And you seem to have forgotten that So we're trying to work through Some of these issues So that we can help you get what you want And what we want And everybody's fucking happy Excuse my language, everyone's happy Everybody's fine And you can go your separate ways And do your thing But the bottom line is We don't have to give you back your money (laughs) It'd be good if it ended on the laugh as well. <laughs> we don't have to give you back your money. Guess how much you got back? How much? Fucking none. <laughs> Larry? Larry? The Church of Scientology? Just took... It's so good. A hundo off a boy, man? Yeah, just like... Uh, no, you see, the thing is, it's a donation to the church, so... The thing is, we don't have to give you your money back. <laughs> <laughs> We've pissed up a wall, I'm sorry. Just like the guy in the phone would be like, and everyone's fucking happy. I mean, look, everyone's happy... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good, man. <laughs> that like that's the stuff that I like. Yeah, not not the fraud, like defrauding people of hundreds of thousands. Yeah, that sucks. The the reaction to it is the blaseiness to it all yeah. that I really appreciate. Donation, you know? sorry, asshole. Donation, but we don't have to give you your money back. Do you want a quick round of a classic uh, podcast game? I'd love one. Yeah, just a real real quick. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's technically fact or crap. Ah! Are you ready? I'm, I'm, I'm ready. This is Scientology Factor Quick fire. Crap. You it. ready? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> We've already gone across quite a few of these. I'll still get a lot wrong. Don't worry about it. Cool. So the Beverly Crusher one. Here's an easy one then, mm-hmm. right? Scientologist elite uh, members of the Sea Organization or Sea Org. To be part of Sea Org, you have to agree to have no wins and also remain faithful to the church for one billion years. Factor crap. That's fact. That's fact. That's we fact. know that now. We've we learned. know that. Uh, when a high-flying member of the church, or of course Sea Org, st- step out of line, they're sent to the hole. Yeah. An allegedly bug-infested building where one must eat mystery slop from a vat delivered by a golf cart whilst performing punishments <laughs> like being made to stand in a bin, <laughs> douse with water, or paying bills. Is that fact or crap? <laughs> it's fact. It's fact. The thing is, it's not, that's not funny for, to happen to real people, right? No, it's not. But, but the idea was, of being made stand the bin is funny. If it was happening on, like, Gacky or something. Yeah. <laughs> if it was happening on a TV show, it would be brilliant. It would be good. Uh, the church have yet in our secluded secret building used to allegedly hold members who have lost their way and cannot be fixed simply by making them stand in a bin. This facility is surrounded by large fences, festooned with razor-sharp spikes. Its false can withstand a nuclear blast and hold the titanium-etched writings of Elrond Humbert himself. Is that fact or crap? See, that's fact. It's also fact. <laughs> I'm learning so much. <laughs> Here's the last one. Okay. And again, we may have touched upon this previously. Right, right. 
Scientologist doctrine dictates that in order to be successful in life, one must be able to read and understand others. The tone scale is a tool developed to allow members to assess and react to other people's emotions. The scale runs from 1 to 40, with 1-1 being the most notorious designation. 1-1-ers are covertly hostile to the church or are gay. (laughs) Or are gay. (laughs) Fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. The thing about Scientology is it's fucking horrible. It's mad, man. Like, like I, see, the thing is, like, right, I don't necessarily, I can't say for certain that Scientology hasn't led to deaths. Yeah. I've got a feeling it probably does. They probably mm-hmm. got a lot of skeletons in their closet. But, like, Heaven's Gate, they, they all committed suicide, right? Yeah. There was, like, 39 deaths there. 39. That's really bad. Yeah. But I feel like I'd rather be in Heaven's Gate. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that you're definitely going to die rather Aye. than being continuously tortured to a point where you physically want to die. Aye. I mean, but again, if you're going to relate it to any other major religion, how mm. many people have lost their lives in the name of God? That's true, in the name of Jehovah. Whatever. Millions. Millions. <laughs> the, yeah. I again, mean, not funny, I'm just laughing because of how ridiculous the whole situation is. Well, that. and But even like, thinking about Larry, right, didn't get his money back. Yeah. For I mean, you could say it's a hobby. Yeah. Could you say it was a hobby? <laughs> yeah. Would, would people who are religious hear me saying, like, if you're whatever Catholic, and I was like, it's your hobby. <laughs> Doesn't seem right, does it? No. But, it's an odd one, I know. But you think about it, our hobbies. Yeah. Think you spent 150000 on your hobbies in your life? Computer games, in toys? In my life, probably. <laughs> We're not getting that money back either. No, that's true enough. You know? But again, no spikes up my ass. <laughs> no spikes up your ass <laughs> at the end of the day maybe next hobby who knows who knows um, so there comes a time when we've taken all the information on Scientology we've yep. got it out there ups and downs highs and lows yep laughs and bums now it's time for us to go away look at the pros and cons of Scientology what that's we, it what we want to take what we don't want to take okay and we need to pick that one thing that's going into our Cult of Geshcast rulebook. Okay, let's take two minutes to write a quick list up on the board. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, We're God, back. Right. That was a grim discussion. Okay, but we did get some pros. But we did get some pros. Most importantly, Gavin, do you want to read the first pro, please? First pro is naming conventions. Sea organization. Gold base. Um, the one in the woods that I can't remember. The whole, the whole, <laughs> all of that stuff. It's all. You know, I think it's because it shoots off from uh, sci-fi. Yes, none of those names would be out of place. You know, you can um, replace Farpoint Station with Goldenrod Station. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> with Tashi Station, you could replace Groppler Zorn with <laughs> with Battlestar Galactica with Sea Org. <laughs> yep, Sequest um, DSV, Sequest DSV, Sea Org. Is there a connection, do you think? I, they both had talking dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> cons, immediate cons. Mm-hmm. One, brutality. You don't like that. There's too much of it. Too much of that beating people up. Leave it off. Pros. Next Mo- pro, please. Money making. Check your money maker. They know how to make cash, man. Cash is important they to make everyone. Bonk. Yep. Uh, Mad cheese. We're, it's going to be very important for us Snaz. moving forward. Mad snaz, mad trees. Well, the thing is, we as of all cults need money. Face facts. Where'd you get your money from? Initiates. You get it from your initiates. Mm. Something to think about. Fellow, uh, going to hit me up with a straight up con. Another con would just be the straight up ritualistic abuse of members. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrific. It's really it's horrible, and they tend to treat people poorly. That's true. If you're low on the totem pole, you I mean, might sh- as well be a pole. Shit rolls downhill. That's true. Don't think, like, we won't, if you're, we're not going to treat people in our group badly. No, but we're also not going to treat them as equals. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. No. But we won't abuse them. Fuck no. You can leave anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> Another pro, please. Locales. That's it, man. So many locations. Florida. LA, <laughs> baby. The UK. Sussex. <laughs> Sussex. <laughs> I think it's with the locations and the locales. Yeah. Like, the cruiser stays in one of the, the UK bases. Yeah, it's at the UK basement. It's very it's, impressive. The Of course, the boat. That's locales anywhere on the ocean. Exactly. Remember when we were in Amsterdam, we went by the 
uh, Scientology place. Yeah, had all the Dianetics books, and, and mm-hmm. it was very scary. I liked that a lot. Watched me ran really fast. <laughs> <laughs> We're stoned. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't do that. You um, con, please. Well, they are evil. They are evil. <laughs> they are undeniably evil. They're undeniably evil. And every person who's left, who's been a big part of Scientology, has nothing but bad things to say because it's broken their mind control. Miscavi's dad wrote a book about his own son and called it Ruthless. Again, badass naming convention. They know I mean, how he to do picked it. that up during his time in there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Give me another pro, real quick. Uh, expansion. Yeah. Expansion is a big pro for them. Not only did they grow really quickly at the start, mm-hmm. but they're still growing now. Still growing now, and lots of really big, important, famous people like them. And yeah. who is more important than them? Well, this is it. Like Tom Cruise, the Cruise of Maverick, said that he met. Mr. Cocktails himself. David Miscavige, right? Was the nicest most like pure person he'd ever met mm-hmm. and he has met the leader of leaders what a, like what does that even mean Tom Cruise mean? do you mean the Pope do you mean the President or Zena or Zena in that case well, Tom Cruise has <laughs> met Zena <laughs> in that case though you're like David Miscavige is brilliant mm. he's better than Zena mm. you can't say that do you know what would be weird if you'd met Zena mm-hmm. right <laughs> right <laughs> and then you had to go back to work the next day. Even if your job was to be Tom Cruise in films, uh-huh. you'd still be like, oh, you know, let's cut for an hour. You know, everyone go back to your trailer or whatever. He's mm. got to go back to his trailer, take a shit, wipe his arse, <laughs> and be like, I met Zinu yesterday and here I am back. You must be like coming back from your holiday and going back Aye. to work all the time. It's weird to think that 24 hours ago I was millions of miles away <laughs> in an intergalactic fortress. And here I am. Do you see the thing about, like, the thing with Tom Cruise, the cruiser, is that he was talking about the first time they met Miscavige. Mm. He was like invited to his house, and Miscavige has apparently set up all this big thing, and he spent ages getting. He was like whipping people into shape, like you better be perfect for Tom Cruise. <laughs> and Tom Cruise arrived, and he, but he arrived super late. Oh, Tom! And he was so knackered, he just went straight to bed. Right. And apparently, Miscavige was going fucking nuts on people, man, just wailing on them, fucking yeah. going crazy, like fucking Tom Cruise just went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was raging with him. <laughs> And then the next day they went skeet shooting uh-huh. and became best friends. That's nice. That's nice. I mean, I wouldn't want to be the guy that's getting wailed on. No, God no. The thing, about, <laughs> I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm infatuated with the Tom Cruise angle. Yeah, which I'm sure a lot of people are. I mean, it's the big reason that people know them. Have so you seen well. his body? He's like seventy. He's like seventy. And if you've seen his body, it looks <laughs> incredible. I'd love to lick his chest. <laughs> it's the idea that like Tom Cruise, I'm one one for him, man. <laughs> I'll be your one one. <laughs> Tickle me. It's fucking me. I'm one one. <laughs> but it's the idea that like, because I, I when I watch videos of Tom Cruise, I'm like, there's something up with him. Mm. He's weird. Yeah. Right. And it is weird the stuff he sometimes comes out with. But Tom Cruise has been um, the biggest movie star in the world since the age of like seventeen. Yeah. He was always going to be weird. It's like Michael Jackson. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if you're in the public eye that much, you can't be in public ever. You're going to be weird. So I always try and you know get. Bit of grain of salt with that kind of stuff. You're mm-hmm. like, of course, I'm not going to be like you or me. He's never experienced reality in his life. Exactly. You know, probably even before he was a movie star, being fucking handsome, beautiful. We don't know what that's like. God no. So yeah, I mean, uh, uh, and I've turned, I'm turned around on it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> it's probably fine. Look, we've got to pick one of these for our cult camp. That's a mo- that's why we're here. Yeah. yeah. So let's just do it. Yeah. I mean, it's an ugly business. It is, and the know- business of money. What money is an ugly topic, you're right. (laughs) But we're not ugly people. (laughs) We're not too high and mighty to dig down the dirt. The thing is, certain realities have got to be faced, right? Yeah. In order to have a colour, in order to have this compound that we're staying in, none of this is free. No. We're digging into our own savings right now to do that, with the the sort of implication being that our PIs are going to come in, Uh turn turn from PI to I, (laughs) (laughs) and they're going to be the ones... Deal, you know, wiping our asses in our old age. Yeah, that's how it's going to work. Yeah, we need their support. We need their money. I think it's got to be that. It's got to be the money. It's got to be the money. But look, let's not say this is a one-way street. How about this scam? Mm-hmm. Right? Those people uh-huh. that would be willing <laughs> to perhaps give some sort of a, a measly, a small portion. Me, let's say it's a pound. Okay, a pound Patreon. A Patreon pound a month. One pound a month. 12 pounds a year. 12 pounds. For, for, I mean, I guess, for what? 
let's say we gave them extra audio bliss. Okay. In the form of an additional podcast. Maybe more than one additional podcast. We don't know. We don't know how lazy we'll be. But let's <laughs> give them some, mm. some of the stuff from the vault. Perfect. Yeah. Is, we've got thing from, from our last Heaven's Gate episode. We have additional mm. stuff that was deemed too raunchy. Too raunchy. And there will be additional raunchy details off the back of this one. Believe me. <laughs> it's, <I'll>, too <laughs> it's too much. Um, this is a good idea. This is intriguing. Let's take five minutes. Yeah. Sort it out. Come back and lay down. Let's do it. Give them the soft dick of the situation. <laughs> right, we're back. Okay, right. Look, listen. What we've done is set up a Patreon. I love it. Okay. Immediacy. That's what cult status is all about. It's about having a good idea and just running with it. Exactly. And you've got to hit the ground running. That's what we've done with this Patreon. <laughs> if you go into the Patreon right now, <laughs> just one pound <laughs> per month. You're gonna have access. You're gonna have unfettered access. You're gonna have two podcasts waiting for you. You're gonna have the extras for episode two. Yep. And you're gonna have the extras for episode one, Heaven's Gate. How do people do that? Patreon.com forward slash cult of Geshcast. I love it. You'll find our page. I'll just search Cult of Geshcast on Patreon. Uh You'll find us uh there. You'll find all the details of your rewards, uh what you could get. Um and yeah, I think that's a good opportunity for people to start finally believing in something. One pound. One pound a month? A month? Are you are you kidding me on? If you can't afford that, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> now, of course. Uh-oh, buddy. <laughs> the thing is, like, cult status, being in our cult, going from PI to I, yeah. doesn't necessarily need to be about monetary things. Mm-hmm. Because God knows we just had a competition in which someone could do just that through artistic Absolutely. merit. Absolutely. So if you can't afford a pound a month, that's fine. There's plenty of opportunities There'll for be you other opportunities. to join the cult. Because we get want this all content. sorts. We don't want just this, the, the salary man. No. We want the artists as well. We want the artists, the people who don't make any money. Yeah. Um, so it's very important that everybody gets a fair shake at the stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at Cult of Geshcast. <laughs> Um, I'm just uh, sorting ourselves out with the Patreon right now. I'm just looking at it and uh, making sure the URL I gave was correct. And was it? Yes. Good. Um, so Good. you can go there now. Uh, we've got a goal of here of 39 members. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we get 39 members, go on the thing to see what we'll do. Uh-oh. 39 members, of course, being the exact same number as the Heaven's Gate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a coincidence. Shoes. Speaking shoes. of Heaven's Gate. Speaking of Heaven's Gate. Shoes. Clobber. The shoes. We need to pick someone from our entrance. Mm-hmm. We sent out a, a, a template mm-hmm. via Twitter. We did. People could return that with designs for us to wear upon our feet. Mm-hmm. As part of the cult, we decided that one of those lucky people would be the first. First ever member of Cult of Geshcast. They're going from PI to I in a big way. Now, we're just going to quickly look at our entries. Yep. And we'll be back in two shakes of a lamb's tail. <laughs> so many breaks. Gavin, if you'd please give us a rundown of our top entries. Okay, the top entries. These are all the ones that really stood out for us uh-huh. and made us go like, wow. Wow, these ones pop. Uh, Jim the Schoolgirl sent in some amazing ones. It was Magic Eye trainers. Excellent. Cool. Neither of us can do Magic Eye, so, so that's, us, that's us fucked. Um, Aaron, it's, that's uh, Cthulhu the Dead, sent us Pizza Pentagram. Because Satan and Paisano are what matters in life. Hey. Couldn't agree more. Uh, Ian B. Simpson. Uh, uh-huh. I'd be happy with this. <laughs> he sent us in some trainers, which include, looks like uh, an old Geoforce cyborg lady, an Evangelion theme, and Octodad. Hey. You know what? I like that. I would probably wear them. <laughs> um, <laughs> our oldest living friend. Owen, <laughs> Mecha Gamezilla sent us some uh, some trainers adorned with 13 mysterious symbols. Yeah. Uh, now, Phil, you did some detective work on this. And I did, actually. And I, if I'd just seen the fact that you said 13, yeah. I would have got that a lot faster. I was raging because you showed me the picture and I was like, what are those? And then you were like, it's 13 ghosts. Like, fuck. Damn, <laughs> I'm the 13 ghost guy. <laughs> That's my thing. Uh, we had um, Andrew Beltran sent us by email, which I really appreciate. I, I like the email. And yeah. I also like the trainer. The trainer was amazing, and we'll put it up on Twitter, uh, presenting his cult trainer, the Adidas Legend, which just looks like sort of like a pair of Sambas with yeah. legends on it. <laughs> I like it a lot, I genuinely though. like a pair of them. I've got to say, that is the second place. Yeah. Yeah, because 
the one that our winner and personal favorite goes to uh at big underscore brawls mm-hmm. uh they sent us on what essentially is like a brown imitation loafer <laughs> created a gif so it has glowing g souls yeah, i love them it has comfort wheelies for mobility yeah uh imitation leather authentic imitation leather. it's on brand it's on brand woodwear absolutely an absolute woodwear from me so big brawls bronson not only did you win Congratulations, you're the first one. You're the first member of Cult of Geshcast. Oh, what an honour. You went from P.I. To I. To I. You're now a cog. Welcome to the cog. Welcome to the damned cog. The cog of Cult of Geshcast. <laughs> Straight you're... to the bilge pumps, you dog. <laughs> you dog. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. Um, so, so, Big Brawls there is going to have access to... The vault. The vault. We're going to be able to give him ax- unfettered, unfettered access <laughs> to... <laughs> Extra episodes. Oof. And that'll last upwards of six months. That'll last up until we ask him for money. <laughs> if he wants to anyway donate, then hell, who's going to stop Oh, my God. Can get you to... imagine he's the first one to get to level two? I don't even want to think about it right now. Frightening. <laughs> it's, it's frightening? It's frightening because we'll have to come up with what level two is. <laughs> but this is the good thing is because right now, yeah, these are the things that we have. We have good clobber. As, well, let's hit up. It's time for cult status. You're right, you're right. Okay, so cult status. What is the current cult status? Where are we right now? Healthy. Healthy. We have one member. One member now. Big Bros Bronson. Yep. We have two rules. We do. Good clobber. Gotta have good clobber. And gotta pay. Gotta give us money. This is going really good. Okay. So the good cult rules. The good cult rules, man. The thing is, we already have established rules as we're very uh, open to everybody. Welcoming. Welcoming. Uh, we're sexually cool, man. Sexually cool. Like, whatever you want to do, as long as everyone's happy and of age, bangerang, exactly. man. Just go for it. Bangerang, man. Hey, tickle me. <laughs> tickle me. It is fun. Fun. But give us, give us, give us, give us good money. <laughs> Remember, you're going to get so much back for your money. You're going to get access to the vault. You're going to get other podcasts. You're going to get additional content. Here's the thing, like, no other podcast. A pound a month? A pound a month. We're not even asking. We're not even doing that shit where it's like, that's the price of a cup of coffee. Yeah. This isn't the price of a cup. This is the price of a f- fucking Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think we've kind of lost touch a wee bit with the common man since we started our cult. <laughs> if you know how much a Kit Kat is, then please let us know. Yeah. Um. So, what is the task for this this month? Is it literally just give us your fucking the, money? Cool. We'll sign up to the Patreon. Yeah. Um. You'll be personally thanked on the show. You'll be personally thanked on the show. You'll get a name check on the show. We'll do a roll call list at the end of every show for our yes. members. Yes. We'll also make sure that in your the next secret episode that we do for cult members mm-hmm. only, we'll give some cult news. We're definitely thinking about interviewing the people who are joining the cult as well. Uh-huh. We want to speak to you. We want to get to know you, know your lives, know your secrets. Absolutely. I think interviews are good. I think as well, once we've got a couple more members, mm-hmm. we should just do, maybe we pick one out of a hat mm-hmm. and we do them their own personalised podcast. I think that's a good idea, yeah. You get this one's just for you. This one's just for you. <laughs> Baby. So now we have one member. So, so Big Bros Bronson, get ready, because your life is begun. about to change. Absolutely. Welcome. Well, uh, open your eyes. We started a cult last episode, Phil, but mm-hmm. I feel the cult has now truly started and that we have someone who's gone from P.I. to I. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes open. His third eye is there. His eyes open. <laughs> right. so with that with that Gavin it's a long show it's a long mm. episode I look forward to if you do sign up we are going to record our immediate thoughts off the back of this show mm-hmm. we're going to talk about possibly what we're going to do in the next show Yep. we're going to talk about some of the stuff that was too hot mm-hmm. for this episode Yep. Um, you can uh, leave a review on iTunes yep, should you do. want to mm-hmm. I don't you know spread the word and all that yeah let people know I mean five star review on iTunes really does help us out uh, leaving a review really helps us out uh, retweeting us rather than just liking our stuff <laughs> that on helps. Twitter is also much more handy. That's very true. Um, yeah, so really appreciate it, everyone. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at Geshcast, or you can send us an email 
Geshcast at gmail.com. Yeah, it's been a while. It has been. <laughs> I was like, is our Twitter still the same? <laughs> uh, don't forget as well. Well, you should all now be on the new the new Podbean feed. Yes, yes. We're not going to put this one out in the other one. Well, that's true, yeah. If you're, you're listening to this, you have switched. So congratulations. In a way, congratulations. Have a look around. Hope you like it. Lots of room for activities <laughs> in here. <laughs> okay, let's get out of here, man. What we didn't do that we said we would do last episode is come up with a good sign-off. Mm, we still haven't done that. Next time. Next time for sure. Let's talk about that in Geshcast After Hours for Patreon members only. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>